Get ready, because you're about to get sucked in. Welcome to Down the Black Hole. I'm your host, Coeli, and I'm a starseed who's obsessed with everything cosmic, energy, and otherworldly as it relates to our 3D reality. I consider myself a modern-day philosopher because I love to think. My mind is open to pondering endless possibilities, and as you go down the black hole with me, I hope to expand your mind too. Today we're going to talk about heroes and villains and this idea that pervades our society and how perceptions play into that. Every culture on the planet Earth has this idea of heroes and villains and there's usually a great story that goes along with that, usually involving a battle. Um, Some of the biggest themes I can think about in culture is God versus the devil or Jesus versus the devil um, in religious aspects. Then you have more like modern aspects. So Disney and how Disney always pits a hero versus a villain. And there's very clear defined um, characteristics that go along with the hero that also go along with the villain. And you can tell, you know, always who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. And especially when it comes to Disney, um, from the time we're very, very little, Our brains are primed with this idea that there is a hero and hero characteristics and there is villains who have certain type of characteristics also. And we're targeted from the time that we're little. So our subconscious minds, because of Disney's um, culture and, and the way that they present their stories, we have this very strong notion of what a hero looks like versus what a villain looks like. And a lot of us can take that very deeply into our minds and into our hearts as well. But the real issue that I have with this idea of heroes versus villains is that society in the way that we know it and the true human experience is not black and white. The human experience is founded upon a very significant gray area where the good and the bad are kind of like muddled together and that's really what makes up being a human being and having a human experience is that gray that is not clearly defined as being good or being bad and this also kind of relates back to my very first episode when I talked about there's no such thing as right or wrong and how that relates in a higher dimensional perspective as there is no such thing as being right or being wrong. There are definitely human constructs. But when we do go through the human experience, we experience a lot of things that aren't so cut and dry. But however, a lot of things in our society do paint us as needing to be one or the other, the hero or the villain. And this concept of hero and villains can also hit really close to home as well. If you grew up in a household that your parents decided, okay, if you do these things, then you're considered um, good. And if you do these things, then you're considered bad. And I want you to follow this career path. And if you do follow this career path, that means that you're going to be good in my eyes. But if you deviate in any sort of way from the path that I have previously ordained for you, then I'm going to perceive you as bad. So 
that type of thinking, if you grew up in that household, leads you to become a people pleaser. Like you cannot possibly stand the idea of not making someone else happy based on what they perceive as being good for you. And this really takes away a lot of the authenticity that you're able to have. And that's really because when you're a people pleaser, you're what I like to call a yes man. And a yes man is going to give everybody the answer yes, regardless of what he really wants or she really wants in their heart. Um, They're just going to do what everyone else asks of them or needs from them or wants from them. And they're going to put their own needs and their own wants to the side. So let's say you grew up in a household where your parents expected you to go on to be a doctor or a lawyer, something of high prominence in society that has a very high financial success rate um, and a, a very good financial security path. So let's say you grew up in a household where your parents were expecting these very high achievements of you and you went along with it for a really, really long time. But let's say just before you were going to go on and get your um, doctorate degree or your master's degree or what have you, that, you know, you decided, I don't really want to do this. And like you started awakening to your own authenticity and, and started kind of listening to more of like the stirrings of your soul and what your soul really wants for you. And you perceived a different path as as a form of happiness for yourself, not not what your parents deemed as what would be happy for you or what would make you successful. You wanted something more, something different. So you decided to go against their judgment and not go on and pursue what they expected of you. Well, now your parents are most likely going to not support you. They're going to look at you very disdainfully. They're going to have a lot of disappointment in you you are essentially going to be the bad guy in their eyes, the, the one who's not cooperative, the one who, who doesn't want success, who you know, doesn't want to follow the path that they laid out for you. And so they're going to be very upset with you in, in many ways. And the disappointment is probably going to be at an all-time high because they can't, for whatever reason, perceive the fact that you could be successful in other avenues other than the path that they laid out for you. But... You want to experience authenticity and you want to go on your own path and your own journey and you, you're tired of following along and always being the yes man and you want to see what else it is to be who you truly are and to have your own wants and to experience your own needs and to go after those. But you're still the villain in your parents' eyes at this point. But you're not a bad person. You just want what you want for yourself, something that's unique to you. And it doesn't mean that you are the villain just because someone else perceives you as such. But we have to understand that when we do choose the path of authenticity and we choose to go on our own journeys, that we are going to be faced with a lot of people who are going to look at us like we're the bad guy for choosing what we want for ourselves. And it doesn't mean that we are a bad person. It doesn't mean that we don't deserve happiness. It doesn't mean that we're not going to achieve success or, you know, we're not going to make our parents proud in the end. There is a possibility for you to still make your parents proud and to open their eyes and 
make them realize, hey, just because I didn't pursue the path that you chose for me doesn't mean that I can't be happy, doesn't mean that I can't be successful. But a lot of people are so very dependent on these people-pleasing tendencies and wanting to make sure everyone is happy with them that they put their own happiness to the side in order to make everyone else happy and they don't follow this path of authenticity. And so while they're looked at as the hero in everyone else's eyes around them and it does feel good to have that acceptance and have that praise that you would have from following your parents' paths or their their wants for whatever they want for your life and choosing to go along with their idea of what you should be doing, while it does feel good to have that praise and while it does feel good to have that acceptance, it's something inside that it's not fulfilling. And the reason that it's not going to be fulfilling is because you're not going after a path that is what you truly want inside. So when we choose the path of authenticity, we need to be prepared to face this idea that we are not going to be liked by everyone and we are not going to be accepted by everyone for choosing what we want personally. And when we come to terms with that and we stop people pleasing, we recognize that there is a different type of tension and a different type of strife but we are more fulfilled inside and we are more happy. Now I'd like to talk a little bit more about how perception plays a huge role in this idea of heroes and villains. So when someone perceives you as the villain, what they're looking at you as is something that goes against their own beliefs and their opinions, as well as possibly their traumas and against their triggers. And so they're looking at you through this like filter that contains all those things, their beliefs, their opinions, their triggers, their traumas. And they're perceiving you as something that is not good based on those things. But opinions and beliefs and the way someone thinks about you is not an absolute fact. It is entirely based upon what they perceive but it is not fact. And this brings me to a very common saying that has been pervading our modern society for quite a while. And that saying is perception is reality. I honestly cannot stand this statement. It's not for what the statement says so much as how it's used within our society. Anyone that I've ever come across that uses this statement uses it in such a way to invalidate another's perception over their own. They use it to make you feel responsible, personally responsible, for someone else and how they perceive you. And it's kind of like an uphill battle in one way because you have to fall into this cookie cutter mold that they have for you because this idea of oh, if you're not perceived in the way that I like or the way that I accept, then you're not any good. And I've mostly come across this saying in the workplace, and I guess that's why I'm so triggered by it. Just because it, it's every single time I've ever heard it, it has honestly just been used to invalidate someone else's experience, mine or coworkers, based on whatever the manager 
expects of us. And it's usually like, it's always the managers that think that they're perfect or that they have everything in line and they know exactly how to run a ship when they're half the time, they're not even like a real true captain or a real true leader. Now, the other subtle impression that I get from the saying perception is reality is that it doesn't really allow for open-mindedness or the understanding or comprehension of another's intentions. It's literally expected that if you don't act within a certain parameter, that nothing about what you're doing is any good or any use to the person that's utilizing this phrase. Now, I'm not saying that this phrase, perception is reality, doesn't have a true meaning in terms of many other aspects, because I do believe that what we do perceive is our own reality. I just don't like that it's manipulated in such a way that it can gaslight someone else based on this hierarchy of someone being above someone else and them using it in terms of, hey, perception is reality and I'm going to use this to make you understand that my opinion and my perception is more important than yours because I'm in charge of you. Because of course at the end of the day, our perception is definitely our reality. But when we use our perception and we use that term, perception is reality, as a means to gain power and influence over another person, that's when I'm really disgusted. And I really just want to reiterate here that anyone who does use this phrase against you is trying to gaslight you into believing that they have power over you. When in reality, we are all equal human beings and hierarchy is a construct that was made from ancient times that one man is above another. I believe we're all sovereign beings, meaning we are all kings and queens in our own right and there's no such thing as someone being more important than another. Now, society, the way it's constructed, would definitely argue that, but for me, that's not my belief system. And I really just want to reiterate the fact that no matter what, you are not responsible for how someone else perceives you. If you are acting in a very righteous way and you're not harming anyone else physically, mentally, you're not being an abusive person, you're not doing anything that would incur negative karma with any sort of like bad intentions, you are not responsible for how someone else perceives you because they're viewing you through the filter of their own lens that has their opinions, their beliefs, their triggers, and their traumas. And if they perceive you as being the bad guy when you're not doing anything with any sort of negative intention to them, don't pay them any mind. You are not responsible for making them happy. You are not responsible for making sure that they see you as a hero. Don't even try because half the time that they're going to challenge you to make you like try to win that title of being the hero in their eyes but they're never going to give you that glorification. So it's just going to be an uphill battle where you're going to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying to prove your worth, but you're never really going to get it from them because they probably have it set up so far and so deep in their mind that you're not really worthy of having that title. And this is why people pleasing is not a good thing because it can make us go after 
and put our energy towards a lot of the wrong things. And when we have to feel like we prove, when we feel like we have to prove ourselves, sorry, and when we feel like we have to prove ourselves, we're not in the right company. People that want you to be yourself are not going to put you through the hoops and make you prove yourself for any reason or anyone. Pause to ponder. Think back to a time in your life when you were expected to act a certain way or to be or do a certain thing in order to make someone happy, whether that was a parent, a teacher, a boss. And think about how you may have felt not so fulfilled or not so happy with what they expected of you, but you went along with it anyways. Now I want you to think about your current life and where you may be repeating these people-pleasing behaviors in lieu of something that would make you much more fulfilled and much more happy. And over the next week, I'd like you to think about where that comes from and why you still choose to people-please over choosing your own happiness. And remember, the hero and villain story is a lie. You might be the villain in someone else's story, but that doesn't mean you're a bad person or that you have bad intentions. It's all just based on perception and someone else's filter. Thank you so much for joining me down the black hole. I hope your mind was expanded and that you're able to see the world through a new lens. If you enjoyed your journey down the black hole, please subscribe to my channel. And if you want more content, you can follow me on Instagram at starseed.coeli. In the meantime, keep your mind open. The universe is full of endless possibilities.